Welcome to Jesus Dates. You know, it's like, you better get me the doctor, you know? Because I was So, was like, he scared that he was going to lose course, you? Of course, of course. That, that's basically it. It's your son, you know? Yeah. And then you're seeing all everybody's kids are like dying right in front of you. mountaintop experience or a long walk through a valley, we get to hear all about it right here on Jesus Dates. All right, we're good to go? Okay. So if you could start off by telling us your name and something about yourself. My name is Brian Garces. I'm a filmmaker and photographer and uh, also an instructor of technologies at Seminole State College. Ooh, that's exciting. So you're a filmmaker. Yes filmmaker wow so tell me a little bit about that well it started about say 2011 that i picked up a camera and uh with my brother christian and uh we're like well we like doing short films and stuff like that so we started doing it it was more of a hobby like a couple of friends and everything and uh little by little we saw that we had the skill and talent to actually pursue it so <laughs> our first uh, job as, you know, partners was uh, a engagement shoot and then finally an actual wedding for that engagement shoot. So that was our first client. Wow. Yeah, it was really nice. And then from there, we just started with weddings and kept developing and developing, got into commercial stuff. Uh, cool. Now we have our company, which is Infinite Labs Digital. And uh, we just landed this great client for two years. We locked them in for a contract, Harley Davidson. So, wow, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, so way to go, man. I know it's, it's something, it's surreal sometimes because you're like on the lot and then you're doing this for these guys. And I looked at my brother the other day and we're like, dude, freaking Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, Aww. yeah, it's amazing. Well, okay, so I've asked you to share with me one story about how you've seen God work in your life and how he was alive and active. And I guess for you, where does that story begin? It begins when I was uh, two years old. We, we, I, I was born in Puerto Rico, and then from Puerto Rico, I lived about until I was two years old. My dad gets a job in Florida, okay. so we travel to Florida. And uh, we live here. We got a house and everything. My dad was doing trucking. It was a trucking company. So he was driving trucks for a living until he was finishing some school for uh, tele- telecommunications. And my mom was also into banking and everything. She was a bank teller at the time. So okay. both parents were working and I was there. Um, but a certain occasion of events happened where I was diagnosed with leukemia. It all started with an ear infection. Really? And yes, a really painful ear infection that my mom saw that it wouldn't go away. She draw, she tried all those medical remedies and everything. Yeah. Like putting garlic in your ear, all that stuff to see loosen any type of wax in there that's bothering the ear. No, but it just got worse. I got a high fever. It just went south, you know? Wow. So yeah. you found out you had leukemia yep. at age two. Two. She, because she, she decides to try to keep it all... Um, you know, natural. So she tries one of the hospitals up here up north. I forgot the name of it right now. But it's one of those hospitals that treated the cancer all naturally. Okay. But 
when the doctor speaks to her, she, he tells her he's too far ahead for us to help him. Wow. And for my mom, that was like, and my dad, of course, that was like, like, bam. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. So from there, my, my mom and dad make the decision that they're going to take me back to Puerto Rico because over there, the health is free for kids. And oh, it's really? one of the Yeah. So okay. health care is free for kids. And it's actually one of the good places for the cancer you know, institution. So the oncology a, is great. Yeah. So they had to sell their house and... Yeah, they back. had to sell the house, everything we left behind and go back to Puerto Rico. So Wow. Okay, yeah. so what happened next once you well, went back to... Right after that, a couple of tests, you know, they, they did the whole, um, it's, a, it's a procedure when they lay you down on the bed, uh, upside down, and I think it's the bone marrow part, and they, I was like two years old, and it's like long needle like that, like breaking bone, and wow. then <laughs> and extracting the blood to make sure, and do the exam to see if I was actually. Is that like them taking the bone marrow out? Yes. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a very. I still remember the pain. So even if, you it, do, yeah, and I still, still now I can still feel some of the holes in the back. Really? Yeah, they're tiny, but you can feel them. So it breaks bone, and even though you heal, but the skin you can still see the the little hole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So from there, I guess there's some trials and tribulations, you know, because it's not easy. You're what my parents were. They got married when they were 21. So by the t- that time, they're 23. My brother Christian is in his way. You know, that's crazy. Uh, my mom my mom and dad were married. Uh, I think in their first year of being married, he gets hit by one of those Lynx bucks. Like, and he you know, flies. A like Lynx bus? Yeah, like one of those Lynx bucks, bus, you know, those, that, that big. So that was in Puerto Rico that happened. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, Wait, so this is all happening while you yeah, had leukemia? That, like, yeah, like I'm telling you, it's like before I got the leukemia, that happened. So oh. that event went my dad, and then I got leukemia, and then Christian is coming in. You know, she's pregnant with Christian, so all this is happening be early twenties for them. Oh my goodness! Imagine that. <laughs> so my parents have their story of their own, <laughs> but yeah. anyways, uh, about me. So they do a bunch of tests. They they do the whole radiation part. They do everything for me. They try to make me, you know, get healed. But you know, eight out of ten kids don't make it. Yeah. In the ward. So my parents went through that, seeing that. So I'm going through this other uh, condition and. The nurse is not doing anything. I'm going, like, purple. You know, I'm losing oxygen. And uh, my, my dad reaches over and grabs her by the neck, you know. And it's like, um, this is how he feels because they wouldn't find the doctor, you know. So you better get me the doctor, you know. Cause I was so was he scared that he was going to lose course, you? Of course, of that, course. That's basically it. It's your son, you know. Yeah. And then you're seeing all everybody's kids are, like, dying right in front of you. It's not a pretty place to be in. Yeah. So little by little, the way I see that God is working through me and through them is that a lot of people come in to help out, you know, people that you don't think. Mm. And uh, one of them is, uh, I consider him an uncle. His name is Carlos Miranda. And uh, he actually was there for me for most of the whole stuff, you know. When you think really? family is going to be there for you, but it's other people actually actually there for you. Because yeah. no, because like part of my family from my dad's side started saying that was a sin that he had committed or something and that's why i was sick so yeah so they just kind of left you be yeah that's that's crazy like you wow. know 
But my parents stood there, stood my grandma. And some, your uncle. And my uncle. Well, I consider him an uncle, but he's yeah. not really by blood. But actions yeah. like that, you become family. Yeah. So he stuck with you. Yeah, through the whole thing. So how long did you have leukemia? Two to five. Wow. Yeah, I was rem- by five. I was in remission. So after that, then I, I'm okay now. I, I go to my daily checkups and everything, but nothing has ever come back. Wow, I praise God. Yeah, amen to that. And and there's a lot of like miracles that happened through there. Like, um, my grandma. It was sad. It was one night. My grandma was in her room, and. Uh, I wanted to pray with her, so I asked her, can I pray with you? So, You asked your grandma to pray with you when you were three? Yes. So she said, yeah, yeah, sit down next to me, and we, you know, kneel, and we'll pray. So what do you, and she asked me, like, what do you want to pray for? And I was like, well, I said, Lord, give me hair and give me a lot of blood, okay? Oh. And kid you not, okay? I get goosebumps. I'm not trying to get emotional either, but... Yeah, I was the only kid with hair. <laughs> oh. Through the whole treatment, I was the only kid with hair. And a lot of blood. <laughs> my um, my hemoglobin went up. Everything is like crazy. So So after you prayed that prayer. Yeah, oh. It's real. <laughs> it, it's the, the way the Lord works with you is real. Oh, I love that. Definitely. <laughs> Oh, Dang it, except I didn't want to get emotional. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, man, but it's... It's a really cool story. It's awesome. It's, yeah. It's something that is beautiful. And I say that you need to really, like, live your life for God. Amen. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, looking back on this whole story, I guess, how does that show you how God works and who He is? Faith, faith, and um, sharing that faith with everybody else. Awesome. So I guess if you if you had one takeaway, one last takeaway that you could give to the listeners who are listening to your story, uh, what do you want to leave them with? No matter your your hardships or anything that you're going through. Just know that there is hope, and the Lord is there for you. He's listening. He's not. He's not leave you. He has not left you, but he's there all the time. So just pray and have that faith. Don't don't give up. If you'd like to share your story of how God is working in your life, leave us a message on our Jesus Days voicemail number two one eight. 656-0540 or send us a message on our Instagram page at The Current Ministry. This podcast is brought to you by The Current Ministry, music by Azrael Post, and this is your host, Molly Duper, thanking you for joining us. And until next time, grab a friend, a cup of joe, and go have your very own Jesus date. Wait, wait, Inca Cola. That's the... Yeah, uh, the Peruvian Coca-Cola. Oh, no, I haven't tried that. No, okay. I tried the uh, other one, which is... Um, uh, which, 
champagne cola. It's like the Puerto Rican cola. Okay. That one's really good. All right. So that one's the best one. Uh, in my taste, yes. Because uh, <laughs> it's the Puerto Rican one. Right. Definitely. I enjoy it a lot. It's actually good. And there's the Old Colony one, which is a grape one. That's uh, has a lot of like chemicals, but it's amazing. <laughs> 